0: again welcome into first episode of the athletes insight podcast um today we've got red pots uh with us so red hey thanks for thanks for coming on man um really appreciate it no um, no problem for that so again uh this podcast like i said i uh, mentioned to you before um it's kind of going to be uh AI generated questions. I'll be asking athletes insights. You can tell the parallel there, AI, Um, you know, chat GPT and AI is a big thing now. So figured um, we'll start off there. So, and kind of talk about your journey. Um, And I want this to be kind of just to talk about your journey into, into football. And so um, as we start here, uh, just want to talk about before we get into too much depth, here, just want to talk about um, if you could share a little bit about kind of uh, your journey early on in football. Kind of when did you well, – what age kind of did you start playing football um, and kind of what what initially drew you to football um, overall? Well, I started playing football
1: when I was four years old. Uh, okay. My father put the ball in my hands, you know, and that's yep. just really more so been like a family tradition. Like, that's just, you know – that's just the game that we all play. Me and all my siblings each, you know, we we share a different relationship. Mm-hmm. and We have different bonds with the game of football. I feel but you. Yeah, it started, started when I was four years old, playing tackle. Jumped right into the fire. Never played flag football or anything. Mm-hmm. Sure, tackle football. Okay. Um, you know, it was kind of one of those things where – it was still undecided whether I would play, you know, offense or defense, but my first position I played was quarterback. Ah, okay. Uh, first, first initial position. Uh, okay. Four, I was playing quarterback, you know, yeah. so that was, that was kind of something that really drew me to the game, you know. Every kid's dream is really, you know, to throw touchdowns, score touchdowns, you know. Yeah. So me me, me being able to see that at a young age, you know, yeah. change a game's perspective, you know, with my talent – you know, it drew me more and more to the game, and like wanted to learn more and more about it, and you know, just really start to grow a love and
0: passion for it. I feel you. So, you're, you said your bond with your with your uh, with your uh, siblings kind of drew you to football versus, say, basketball, or say, did you excel in any other sports like basketball? Yeah, or... I, play, I played all sports growing okay.
1: up. Okay, I ran track. I played baseball. Okay, also played basketball, but. The the main thing about football, like with me, I don't know. I just like I'm kind of like aggressive. Like mm-hmm. when, when I was a kid growing up, I was kind of like aggressive. So you know, football was like more my speed. You know, but I, feel, I was I actually you. good at basketball and other sports, but okay, football was the one that I just kind of knew, like you kind of just is, think,
0: yeah,
1: I could do I can do this every
0: day. You know, I feel you. I feel you on that. And so, kind of staying with kind of your early years in football uh, when you first started playing football, when you were going through kind of, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, uh, you know, through peewee football um, during those days, kind of who were your early role models uh, you would say uh, when you started playing football and kind of how did those role models kind of shape you as your development as a player early on? Um, so around that age, like, my first real
1: role model in the game of football, mm-hmm. I would say, is Deion Sanders. You know, okay. everything about him, just as you know, from a preparation mm-hmm. um, process to a confidence to a you know um, game-changing plays. Just you know, I can go on. You know, just list so many things about Deion Sanders that I, you know, honestly fell in love with at a young age, mm-hmm. and that's just something that always, you know. Drove me, just you know, seeing another African American male, you know, someone I look up to be successful. Yep. in This game that I love, so I will have to say De- Deion Sanders and um, Darrell Revis as well. Okay, um, but that was, that's a little later. Well, later, not, uh,
0: not TB twelve. I figure you a quarterback, Sterling. So I figured I
1: quarterback it. wise, quarterback wise, I will have to go with you know um, Mike Vick. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: growing up, he was just like, like he just was like a, a very expressive
0: and yeah,
1: you know, just very inspirational. Like just for what he was doing, mm-hmm. you know. And it just like it was, it was kind of like contagious. Like it was something that you know everybody was chasing. You know, I actually had a pair of his cleats. You know, so okay. it was just his culture, like the the different swag he brought to the game. I really liked that.
0: Hmm. No, that's fair. Uh Mike Mike Vick was like like he was back in his heyday, back in his prime, man. Uh no, I know. I have watched I watched Mike Vick a lot back in the day. Uh so <laughs> he was uh he was a very explosive quarterback. Um uh and an explosive player overall. So again, kind of sticking with your early years a little bit here. Uh did you, did you ever have did you ever face any kind of Challenges uh, early in football. Uh, What so? What kind of challenges did you face when you still started playing uh, playing football early on?
1: Like early on, when I first started playing football, it just was like the only challenge I really faced Mm -hmm. was just some some, you know, being like sometimes being a smaller guy, you know. So like you know, that just really motivated me. Like when I got to enough. Uh, the appropriate age to start lifting weights, I like took it real serious just because of you know not wanting to be the smallest guy on the field, you know. But that wasn't always the case. But you know, it just it's just you know when you get you know you know when somebody get the best of you, mm-hmm. so then oh, when sure. something like that happened. It did, you know. That's just something you don't want to happen again, you know. So yeah. I have to say, just just realizing that. You're not the strongest person on the field. You know, it just it's just opened up a different a different like grind in my mind to, you know, get bigger and stronger, especially at a young age, you know. But for sure. that was one of the main challenges, especially with the game of football early on. But yeah. I was always talented and skilled enough and athletic enough to, you know, withstand everything. But that was one challenge for me.
0: For sure, for sure. Um, and I've I've had my fair share when I've played sports, being feeling like, Hey, I'm the shortest, I'm the smallest guy, smallest frame on the field as well. So I can relate to that. Uh, yeah. I've played sports as well. So uh, I definitely uh, feel you on that one. And so you play uh, football, you, you said you started from the age of four then you go on to uh, Pickerington North. Uh, you know uh, you play high school football and then you, come at, then you come to Ball State, right? Now you're at Ball State at this point um, yes. in your career. So kind of talk me through that decision. How did you end up uh, choosing Ball State uh, to play football and kind of what factors played a role in that decision? Did you have any other offers that you considered uh, and kind of what drew you to Ball State to play college football?
1: What really drew me to Ball State was like they were like the first – First schools to get up get on me, you know, early, mm-hmm. early on in my recruiting process. And that that was that really, you know, hit home for me just because I didn't really like the thought of being somebody's second or last option, you know. Because I feel you when when you when it comes to picking a home and picking somewhere you're gonna eventually spend four or five or maybe even six years of your life at, you got to make sure you got that connection. Not yeah. only you know just with the game of football, but with everything outside of it, you know, because this is your new home. So, yeah. really, just the coaches and everything, coach knew, you know, they mm-hmm. made me feel like home. This has, has been home, been great to me. Been yeah. the, easily one, one of the best decisions I ever made in my life, you know, but it, it had a lot to do with, you know, the coaches and the comfort that they, they provided, you know, even before being enrolled into the school, you know, but As far as, like, other schools, I really wasn't, like, that much interested because Ball State had everything that I needed, you know, and they had everything that everybody else was trying to offer. So, it's just, like, I'm real big on loyalty, you know. So, yeah, them them wanting to invest in me, I just, you know, I I owe them the world, you know, just because that's just something. They changed my life forever, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. And, again, I going to Ball State um, and being there – you know, I agree with you. It is being there for four or five years, people out there, Muncie, great area, great town, great people. Um, yeah. Definitely for me as well, kind of probably one of the better, best decisions I've made uh, in my life coming out there. So uh going out there. So uh, speaking on that and kind of talking about your football experience so far at Ball State, um, what's kind of been your most memorable experience, most memorable moment? Um, on the field as a player for for Ball State. Um, like actually playing. my mm-hmm.
1: memorable moment will have to be my first interception in Schumann Stadium against Fordham. Okay, and, you know that was and, um that was like a big big moment you know for me and especially in my career just because you know all the hard work you put in just to see it you know pay off that was a special moment for me and then just this past season mm-hmm. like, the largest comebacks in school history against Northern Illinois that was a that was also like a a moment that giving me chills like right now even just talking about it like those that's what you work for like those are the games you want to be involved in you know yeah and, you know, if I wouldn't if I would have came here, I wouldn't have been involved in the, you know, the Stock game, you know, rivalry yeah. game, in, you know, in the middle of the season, trophy games in the middle of the season, you know,
0: you mm-hmm. don't really get better than that, you know. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. And you talk about, you know, football. And when we talked about, like, you know, ha- that family atmosphere, you talked about, that's kind of what drew you to Ball State. Um, the coaches, uh, coach New, kind of drew you to Ball State as well. We talked about that a little, little before. Um, and football, as you know, I mean, it's a team sport. So, um, kind of talk about kind of how uh, your experience has been with your teammates, kind of the teamwork and the camaraderie with your with your team and the defensive, uh, the defensive players, uh, as well as just the team overall. Kind of how your camaraderie has been over your years at Ball State. Um, how would you describe that
1: um something that i always you know like it's gonna be with me forever is that I always got how many ever you know if there's a hundred and ten players mm-hmm. I got a hundred and ten brothers you know yeah, yeah it's like it's just it's just real life a brotherhood, you know, and it's like a a lifetime you know i oh, got i got eight sure. I got a lot of teammates now. That was, you know, my my big brothers in this program, you know, coming in. I'm still in contact with them to this day, you know, like
0: mm. they
1: they in contact with my child, you feel me? So it's like it's just a, a good, good relationship that, you know, is built in the locker room, you know, through adversity, all the, you know, it's a lot of work that goes into this process, you know. So you really learn more about, you know, each one of your brothers. Mm. And that really overall makes you closer. So I can just say like, it's really just like a tight fish for her. like it just, everybody just always on one accord. It ain't really too many. Everybody got the same mission, same goals. You know, it ain't too many, you know, me, me guys. On the, you know, it's not, not none of that in this program, you know, everybody on one mission, you know, so just, just being like that and moving on one accord, man, it just, it just shows you how tight and how
0: special the brotherhood mm-hmm. and how special being a Ball State Cardinal is, you know, for sure, for sure. Um and and by ball state, and like I've said before to you, it's a special place. Ball state football being with them for my four years when I was there holds a very special place in my heart. So um, uh, and the, the people, the team, uh being around the guys, um, I feel that too. So I definitely agree with you. Uh with the team team teamwork and the camaraderie within the team. Um, definitely. And it's it's like you said, you got a hundred and hundred and ten or however many brothers on the team that got your back uh, no matter what. So you're now, you know, you're a redshirt senior now. You're a leader on this team now. Um, Last season, right, Uh, final season um, and and final stretch uh, overall of college. And so we want to talk about the future a little bit. We talked about your past, kind of what got you into football. We talked about currently being in college. I want to kind of talk about the future here. Um, for you what is your what are your overall uh, goals in the future um, football specifically but also beyond football kind of what do you hope um, to do in the future um, overall
1: you know well my overall goal of playing this game is to play professionally that's yeah. always a dream of mine you know mm-hmm. to play professional football league so that's something that I'm chasing for soon mm-hmm. but you know, my eyes and goals right now is, is truly all set on you know winning a MAC championship, and that's not even something that I need to have in my eyesight. But right now, I'm really mm-hmm. focused on beating the uh, Kentucky Wildcats right now. Yeah, game, game one, yeah. So that's the main thing on top of my mindset right now. But, yeah, uh, pursuing a National Football League, you know, mm-hmm. career is definitely, you know, something that is, 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 is really in, you know, my near future. Yeah. And also, like,
0: we talking about life after football. Yeah, anything, it. any kind of passions or things you want to pursue after football?
1: Like after football, it's a it's a ton of things that I got, I got that I want to do, but then like I gotta really sit down and you know yeah. measure and see you know the reality of certain things. But there's yeah. a ton. Of th- I, I definitely will tap into mm-hmm. you know one with the game. You know maybe real estate. Yeah, you know, um, you know different different avenues that I've, I've learned from re- different resources at my time here in
0: ball state and different connections that make. Mm-hmm. You know. For sure. For sure. Um, And so, you know, you, you talked about winning a Mac championship that's on your mind, beating Kentucky. You got some big games coming up, Kentucky, Georgia, um, this season. And so, um, but to kind of, finish off our our little our episode today just kind of want to end on um and I always want to ask uh athletes that I interview this too is kind of what advice would you give to somebody to an like a a young kid starting football playing starting playing football um or in high school trying to get in trying to figure out where he wants where he or she wants to play college football. Um, And so kind of what advice do you give to young young players trying to pursue a career uh, playing
1: football to make sure you got the highest grades possible.
0: Okay.
1: Make sure you got the highest grades possible. and um, Just make sure, just make sure you're a good guy. Just make sure you check all the boxes from a character standpoint, you know, yeah. just make sure what you get yourself into and understand that it's a business, you know, so mm-hmm. you got to handle handle your business and carry on every day as if you were a professional
0: for sure for sure and that's that's key not just in football but in life as well right carry yourself as a professional through and through um you're gonna get a lot of opportunities uh thrown your way so that's uh that's gonna be it for us uh here on this episode of uh athlete insights but uh red i want to thank you for uh for joining me man taking the time you, you're the first one, so like I said, I had this podcast idea going on for a while. So thank you for coming on, being the first one, man. No uh, problem. Thank you, my man. You know I always got you, man. I'm not that. Yeah, hey. hey, thank you so much, man, and uh, we'll join you next time.